Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm not even going to tell you what happens when the mics are off, folks. I'm Michael Barr, and this <laughs> is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. The we is just you and me this week. Yeah, yeah we, we always miss having no Underscore guys. ran out to the U.S. Open, left <laughs> us high and dry. I, I wish I was at the U.S. Open, though. Also, go with go with underscore. I'll do this myself. No, don't. And I have this week's <laughs> topics. Medina and I discuss. Oh, man. You know what? Medina, let's dry run this. Let's leave Barr out of this. What do you think of the Chicago Gubs starting at a regional sports network? Um, Fabulous. See? Fabulous. <laughs> there you go. Who needs Barr? We really don't even need him. We don't even need him. Oh, I'll give my one-word answers. I That's like fine. that. That's, you know, it's fabulous. People of Chicago. Not have a choice. I'm not even letting you. I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not even letting you intro. Oh, the okay. Cubs are pulling away from their partnership with NBC Sports Chicago, and that means they're pulling away from the White Sox, Bulls, and Blackhawks. They're going to start their own venture. Our old friend here in New York, Mike McCarthy, formerly of MSG, ran the St. Louis Blues for Dave Checkets. He's going to run this thing up. They got a brand, the Chicago Cubs, you know? They feel like we can do this ourselves. Oh, now you want to respond to me and no, have no, no, I'm just looking at your general direction. Oh, I don't, I don't okay. need it. Medina. What do you think <laughs> of the regional sports uh, network landscape as we see it? Like Yes Network in New York, SNY. The powerful brands can can make this happen, right? I like it. There you go. Go ahead. The, this is close to Detroit. Why don't you Why don't you tell me what your takes on Chicago, Mister Detroit? Uh, you know, this I I feel sorry, by the way, for NBC Sports Chicago. You feel sorry for NBC I do. Sports Chicago? I, yes, I do. Why? I mean, they still have good programming. It's yes. the Blackhawks, the Bulls. But that's money. White Sox. That's, that's cash money. Yes. That they're losing. Yes. They're going to try to start this up for themselves. Now, now God, I hope they do well for, you know, for Chicago's sake and the Cubs' sake. But, uh, you know, and they probably could pull it off because you're talking, obviously, a major, major market. And they probably will get the audience. They are the Cubbies. Yeah. So, I mean, they contemplate their own RSN, maybe produce and sell your own product. Yeah, this is the way of the future. And Tom Ricketts has certainly created a real estate empire around Wrigley Field. And the tent poles we always talk about attached to these sports teams, real estate and media. Now he's starting to flex those cubby muscles on the media side of things. It's going to be very interesting to see what he can accomplish. You know where this really going to get over? Uh, Blackhawks fans. Yeah. Blackhawks fans are fierce fans. You thought Cubs and White Sox fans were were dedicated fans. Blackhawks fans are fierce. Yeah, well, that's that's the beauty and why everybody's fighting over these RSNs in the Fox sale to Disney of the assets. Regional sports is where the passion lies. Like we say, baseball isn't national, it's a regional sport. Go look at the baseball ratings on the regional networks. They're really high. And that's where you get your hardcore fan devoted to that broadcaster, devoted to that network, devoted to that team. It's that affinity that is driving the value out of these RSNs. We got to talk. I'm going to direct this now to Medina. Just for a second, man. Okay. Just for a second. Go. Whatever happens, if you're, you know, if you're not here, and is me doing a show, and then Medina and I, we're, we're, I'm gonna see if this works. So Medina, Amazon.com has hired Marie Donahue, a former ESPN executive, to oversee sports for Prime Video. That's according to people familiar with the situation. What do you think? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> For who? For Marie or for Amazon Prime Video? Both. 
Both. There you go. <laughs> you know what this shows you, Bar? And this is what Medina meant to say, <laughs> along with the fantastic. What Medina meant to say is this shows just how serious Amazon is taking sports. That And let me tell you this. Ready? Here's a nugget not before heard. I'm going to drop a really interesting nugget on you. You ready? All right. The negotiations between Amazon and the NFL when they were, you know, look, looking for the the package, and you know the ones that Facebook and Twitter and, and everybody had negotiated with the NFL. Guess who had an integral role? I'm being told in those conversations. Whom? Huma? Huma? Underscore? Who do you think at Amazon drove much of the discussion? Pick up the phone and said, "Hey, Roger." Amazon dot dot dot. Who do you think you're not that talking about been? Bezos? I'm talking about the one and only Jeff Bezos. Really? Jeff Bezos was integral in those conversations. That tells you. Now you're bringing Marie Donahue, longtime ESPN executive, did a lot of things over there, knows a lot of people. You see just how serious. I like the strategy part of it. You know, we try to get who's doing what and why and how's it going to fit. You're getting a sense just how important. Sports is going to be to the strategy of Amazon Video. Wow, I I, I had no clue that Jeff Bezos was involved in this. I many, mean, many it, don't, but I have two people told me this, and the, this is not just uh, you know the guy in the mailroom. No offense to the guy in the mailroom, but these are two people who absolutely at some point had a seat at the table or discuss with the people sitting at the table what's going on, and they both told me that Bezos played a significant part in those talks. Now, what's cool is Amazon, because they've been working hard to get the streaming rights to Thursday night football, which, by the way, that's catching on to me. Yeah? Because <laughs> I, I have to admit, I was not a fan of Thursday night football. I always thought that the league... And interrupted pushing, with your bowling and bingo nights? Well, that too, well especially bingo. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, I mean, Thursday night football, you, you don't have time for a team to recover from you, if you played Sunday, yeah, that that's a football is a brutal game. Yes, and you and you do this weekly for for Thursday. It's one thing to have you know Thanksgiving. I mean, yes, I'm used to the Lions and uh, the, the Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving Day. Bar we TV rules but, all. I mean, we know this. TV rules all. Look at college sports. There's a reason why these college kids are playing on Tuesday nights, on Thursday nights, on Friday, whatever it is. They're supposed to be students, but the network said we need content on these days, and the conferences were more than happy to acquiesce for the check. Speaking of college, you like that? And I, the I, check. I, teed, I, I teed it up and you hit it. <laughs> this is unique. I had a little bet going on in my own head. Is Bar going to whack this one <laughs> out of the park? This? Congratulations. That's, that's, that's Mazel tov, out it went. Pro, baby. Pro. Adios, senor pelota. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. College kids. If you don't want to come to the football games, we'll pay you to come see our your college and come see the football team. This is what's taking place at Northern Illinois University. They're paying the school students the chance, the chance, a chance, a, a now. chance, a chance, a hundred dollars. Right. So yeah. if you, it, it, once you swipe your student ID, they know that you're in the stadium, and of the all the students that go. One of the one of the ways they're trying to draw you in is the promise of a lottery that maybe you'll win a hundred bucks. Okay. And I like here, let's see, if a thousand or fewer students appear, ten students win a hundred bucks. And it goes right in your bursar account. If there's one thousand to two thousand, twenty winners. For every additional one thousand students, ten more will be added. Wow. So 
So, what are the odds? Quickly, let me see. Well, if you talk, okay. One so, in a hundred. Uh, Done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Medina, Thank did you love that? You. Did you see the smoke coming out of his ears trying to calculate I was, that? I was quickly trying to figure <laughs> that out. I couldn't figure it out either. That was I'm awesome. You know, and then Bill Nye came over here and just hooked it now all bet, up. Now I better be sure I was right. Uh, let me do that again. <laughs> But I mean, that's it a reduces good deal. to one in a hundred. So yes, I think that's right. That's that's a great idea. I I, I kind of like that. You mm-hmm. know, and, and but uh, see, this one thing I, I don't understand. But let's is, look at the attendance. Oh, here, wait, before right. you don't understand, Northern Illinois averaged eleven two nine one last season, about equal from twenty sixteen, but down from thirteen nine in twenty fifteen. So that's what I'm getting at. It's, yeah. I don't understand why college students aren't going to see their football team. Uh, Boy, I, I, what's the weather like in Northern Illinois during half of the season? I don't know if they play indoors. Oh, I, have, I don't know anything about Northern that's Illinois. Irrelevant. The weather thing is irrelevant. So you're I, saying just go have a good time as a student, support your team. Yeah, go and support your team. How much are tickets? How about that? Well, but you're obviously getting the student rate. Yes. You know, it's a, you're not, they're not going to pay what you and I would pay. I, I don't know if they're good or not. I, I got to tell you, I just know from my alma mater I watched as the fortunes of Syracuse football went down. It seemed as if seemed as if the need to go see them play <laughs> also diminished. I'll put it nicely. That, it, there was a correlation between wins and losses and attendance in, in my viewing from afar of the Orange. Now, see, now I went and <laughs> I took classes. Let me clarify this at uh, the University of Michigan. Yes, but it was the Dearborn campus. Uh-huh. For people in Detroit, know what I'm talking about. It wasn't the Ann Arbor campus. But I'm wondering still if I could have gone to the big house and got the student rate. I boy, you better. I would boy. You could have been like the leader of a movement. Like, <laughs> you could have been like the Dearborn leader. Absolutely, you could have been the guy. Right up front. <laughs> I should have done that. Yeah, I was like, come on, gang. Yeah. Let's go and yeah, then you look behind you and there's nobody there. Yeah, but come just, on, gang. It's me and you know. Yeah. Well, you. You had, you had a shot. <laughs> uh hey, thank you so much for joining us. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr along with Scott Soschnick. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry. By the way, we love you, Medina. Love you too. <laughs> All right. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio around the world and online as an Apple podcast on iTunes.